Dodgers with a winning road trip this week. We'll talk about Puig's unbelievable throw. We'll talk about Maeda Mania. We'll talk about the wild game they won today in the Colorado Thin Air. This You're week. tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah, Josh. <laughs> he left us too early. Way too early. 57, he's still a young man. He, he, didn't he perform a week ago? Oh, <laughs> and what a performer he was. Thank God his music will always be here and live on. 1999, I mean, the Dodgers haven't had a pitcher since Kenta Maeda since at least then. More like 81. You know? <laughs> Oh, gang, welcome back, Dodger fans, to another edition of After Buzz's TV's Dodgers Wrap 360 alongside Joshua Gershon. I am Mike Conley. Welcome to your weekly rudderless discussion on all things Dodgers. And it was a crazy one in the finale <laughs> of the Colorado today, 12-10. Absolutely. They won it. Well, the bullpen was in the middle of a meltdown. Hatcher and Av- Avalon has not pitched good since coming back up to the big league team. But he had that one good appearance, like that first yeah, appearance, that, what, Friday night? That very the, first one, then he yeah. gave up a couple runs. <laughs> I think his ERA right now is 45, <laughs> roughly. I mean, and as we've seen with this very bullpen, you know, it takes a little while to get going. But I'll tell you what, before these last couple of days, they were lights out for about a week and a half. They were. They, in the first Atlanta game, they struggled. However, the next two Atlanta games, they were amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, is this, so is this going to be kind of the, the new... Uh, method of Dodgers going about things in these uh, series. They're just going <laughs> to dump the first game and then come back and win the next two? Yeah, you know, they test it out, see what's going on, and then, yeah, hopefully, hopefully win the next two every time. I'll, I'll take two out of three every every series. <laughs> I like it. I like it, absolutely. They keep winning, especially on the road. I mean, it's like crazy, yeah. you know? But today it was like you get Alex Wood on the bump and – he didn't look bad. You know, I know his final stat line is kind of terrible, but uh, speak to it. Yeah, I mean, I think final stat line, he gave up technically five earned runs, I believe. Um, yeah, that's but, true. But, like, th- those were kind of garbage. Five earned runs and five innings pitch, yeah. right? Six hits. But that that one I have issue with is why I didn't think he pitched badly was um, the trace, that, trace Thompson. Trace Thompson, yeah, which I don't know. I mean, I guess it was a home field call that it wasn't an error is right. what I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, course course call although i think it was pretty blatantly in air much like you know much like a harden's blatant push off <laughs> the other day i think, I think it's kind of the same I thing i mean that's so jordan 98 on brian russell or brian houston you know <laughs> i think it's brian russell uh but uh yeah i mean crazy craziness um because any outfielder will tell you that the toughest ball to judge is the one hit right at you. And that's yeah. kind of what happened on him. And he hauled back like he was going to have to climb the fence for that one. Yeah. And then he turns around and lands like at his feet. <laughs> and then Puig made a, he made that great play, made the great catch, right. made a great throw, and then made a really bad error, which is, it's kind of, that's kind of Puig. That's yes. just kind of who he is. Puigan. Yeah. That's what they call it. <laughs> I guess I've started to call it. But I mean, you got to take the good with the bad, that guy. Yeah. And, you know? And occasionally you'll see something that maybe you haven't seen in a long while, like yeah. his throw the other night. Oh, wow. That was, whew. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you don't, please look that up on YouTube from, what was it, two nights ago. 
Yeah, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, yeah. that that throw was amazing. I mean, just the laser beam that it was to get the guy out. That was unbelievable. Yeah. And um, he cut down Trevor's story, right? And yeah. Who's not a slow runner <laughs> no. at all. At uh, third base, too. Yeah. On top of it, yeah. <laughs> it's like, in Kids at Home, when you do watch it, watch in awe. But realize that, you know, if there's runners on base, you want to throw it lower. So <laughs> it, can, it can actually be cut off if possible. But, you know, in a situation like that where a guy's trying to stretch a double to yeah. a triple, he is the only guy on base, so you might as well just unleash the hose. Yeah, That's exactly. one of those few examples where you actually can do it and you won't get chewed out for, uh, you know, missing the cutoff man. And he has been better about hitting the cutoff man this year, a lot better. Yeah. So the fact that he airmails that, on a, on a situation where he could leads me to believe this guy is maturing as a baseball player. You know, I think so. He kind of knows the plays and stuff. So There is still some little things I kind of see from him that I think haven't been blown out of proportion yet because the Dodgers are winning on the early on. There was like some stuff even back in like the first series of like uh, him catching a ball at the end of that series that should have been Jock's ball and him like not letting Jock call him off. I don't know if you remember that. And then there was like one time he was on base and he threw like his batting gloves at George Lombard and it was like that I saw. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like George Lombard was just like what? yeah, you know. So I mean, granted, the kid's what twenty four, you know, twenty five. I think he's twenty five now. Yeah. yeah. So well, 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 that's what they say he is. That, right. We really don't know. <laughs> could be could be thirty two. Yeah. Was a, it Julio Franco who wound up being? Like he was like forty eight when he he was forty eight almost fifty when he was still playing in the majors. Julio Franco is still playing somewhere. It's like a like a manager in like an independent league somewhere. He's crazy, like a player manager. That guy, he had that awesome stance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so crazy game today. So, but that is great. They take two out of three from the Rocks, who are a good squad, by the way. Yeah. They, I mean, you lose to Lewitsky, you bring up Trevor Story. It's, just, it's, almost, it's almost interchangeable. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you already had Arenado, who might be the best hitting third baseman in the National League. Probably is. Yeah, probably all of baseball. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe you could say Machado, but I mean, he's he's a yeah. monster. I mean, he's one of the top five plays in all of baseball. Yeah, you, know? you, you got Cargo, you got Matthew. I mean, that's that's a solid team. Yeah, and they've been getting like <laughs> halfway decent pitching. You know, uh, that kid Bettis is a good pitcher for them. <laughs> Um, Who's the kid they got from the Blue Jays in the in the deal for Tulowitzki? Hmm. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. Me too. did he pitch in the series? Uh, I think he lost, but uh, overall he's been pitching yeah, okay for the yeah. yeah yeah. You would think they would get a haul for Tulo, but uh, yeah. So um, so yeah, you take the good and the bad with Puig, but uh, you know, speaking of something, you don't have to take all the good and the bad with, and it's just only good. Kenta Maeda. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I was looking it up. He became the first pitcher since at least 1913 to begin his major league career by allowing only one total run in his first four starts. That's insane. He's, he's giving them exactly what Granky did. Six to seven innings, no runs. You know, uh, God, he struck out eight, I believe, uh, yeah. against the Rockies. Struck out eight, uh, seven or eight against uh, uh, the Giants when he pitched against the Giants. Yeah. And, I mean, right now it's just... He's you couldn't ask for anything better, and he's on a bargain deal. I know. I think his contract's twenty five million, five years, twenty five million. That's. <laughs> I think it's eight years. Is it eight years, twenty five million? million? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So either his agent needs to be fired, <laughs> or he's just the smart guy betting on his guy because there is incentives yeah. built into the deal. So it's twenty five guaranteed. A, a ton of incentives. Ton too, of yeah. incentives. So he could, if he makes them, uh, make a hundred million on that contract. Yeah. But still, at eight years, a hundred million. 
That's 12 or 13 a year. For a legitimate, what looks like, hopefully, knock on wood, a number number two two. starter. Insane. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. Should have got a more guaranteed money. (laughs) But, yeah, he's been great, and he's not daunted at all. I mean, uh, the... Some some of the thin air of Colorado, they can get some guy spooked yeah. from now and again. But he just said, hey, you know, I did what I normally do. I heard of all that, and, you know, I just had the ball sinking today. Yeah. So it worked, <laughs> you know? Plus, he had the best fastball command he's had all year. Yeah. He, he looked he looked good. I mean, he looked really good. Uh, I God, it's – it's uh, he has at least three pitches. Prob- he has four pitches probably. I mean, his fastball's not fast, but it moves. Right. So, you know, you got four pitches like that with all – it's he's just hard to hit. I mean – We'll see what happens when he faces teams again, you know, when he comes back around, see what happens when they face some of these teams again, now that there's a little film on him. That's going to be the big question, you know, Mark. You know, Nomar, I think, was touching on that today in the uh, in, in, on the telecast. Um, yeah, to see once they do, they have some tape on yeah. this guy if they are going to hit him. Right? But, I mean, they haven't been able to hit him second time through the lineup. No. And sometimes I... <laughs> third, you know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, the one run he gave up was early against the Giants. It was an early run, and then he settled down. Cause I, and that was mostly, they really only scored because he walked three guys in the first two innings right. in that game. Other than that, once you get like, a, I think he only had one walk, three hits and one walk, I believe, against the Rockies, eight strikeouts. In uh, six and yeah. a third. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had that no-hitter going through six. Yeah, going through six, yeah. And then... Is nothing sacred anymore with the no-hitter? They, they jinx him on the telecast. They, they, they're coming back for the uh, the seventh inning or bottom of the sixth. Or, the sixth, bottom of the sixth. And yeah. they, they show a flashback to Hideo's yeah. no-hitter in Colorado from like 96. And it's like, what are you doing? And they were very brash about it, right? I was like, oh, we jinxed. We're getting lit up on Twitter. I'm like, you rightly should get lit up on Twitter. You know, I remember a day when the broadcasters were... We're in on it. They oh, were yeah, they, they the would talk about it. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> wow, that's tough. I mean, eventually you're getting to a point where you kind of almost have to talk about it to do your job as a broadcaster, yeah. but I think that's in like the but, eighth inning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You at know? least the seventh. Shouldn't yeah. you wait until at least the seventh Crazy. before you do it? Crazy. <laughs> Oh. Like the other day, I read, oh, so and so had their, uh, it was one of the pitchers on the Giants, their perfect game broken up in the fourth inning. I'm like, who cares? It was the fourth inning. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got to get six in the books, anyways, before you start whispering anything about yeah, exactly. perfect games. Or... Oh, man. Whew. But today was, a, today was a nuts game. It was just, <laughs> I mean, well, Hatcher looked so good against the Braves. He pitched that nice game, the Kershaw game, got the win in extra innings. And just the last two outings, I believe he's given up five runs and, and maybe an inning. Yeah. I think maybe a full inning. He's the the yeah. game the other night, even though it was it was tough. Like um, he he was really kind of one pitch away from getting out of that too, <laughs> which was so discouraging. But he's been really good since the birth of his kid. And then like yeah. I say, he had like in his first three appearances after that, he was like lights out. He hadn't even allowed a base run. Yeah, until like then, Friday night. I mean, it could just be Colorado. I mean, who knows? I mean, he looked fine in Atlanta, so yeah. maybe it's just Colorado. Avalon did not look very good, and I think he's going to get sent back down anyway, as Ooh. it is, because Coleman's coming off the bereavement list and the sidewinder. And unfortunately, Crawford's coming off the DL, which means they're going to send. I'm, I'm assuming they'll send Zach Lee and Avalon down when they come. What back. was Zach Lee up for? Like, did bullpen depth? I think I mean, so. Yeah, just yeah. another pitching yeah. arm, just an arm back there. I didn't even. Well, that uh, one I Ka- didn't, Kaz- didn't even register. Casimir's a little dinged up. That's true. Um, so, I mean, right now they're, he's expected to start Wednesday, his normal start. Right. But I, I wonder if it was just in case. 
right. since he got dinged up and they had the room. Since uh, Yumi Garcia now on the DL, the 12th, 12th or 13th Dodger this year on the disabled list. <laughs> hey, you know, still winning, though. Yeah. And developing depth. <laughs> depth that is now we kind of want ahead of maybe potential styles. Kyle Crawford, make sure that back is 150% before you come. I mean, yeah, you, I think still, another 15-day yeah. rip could be good for him. There's no reason to rush it back. He doesn't have to rush. Take your time, right? you know. Make sure you're healthy. You know? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we, we even got uh, old Kike in uh, in some games versus right-handers this week. So, Oh, yeah. And he just, he, he I think it was the game Friday night where he was 0 for 3, but then he came up with a big hit. Yeah. You know? And it's like. <laughs> The guy always does something to help 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 the team win, and I, I think who said that like Ned Coletti the other night on the uh, post game, but uh, oh man, he, he's 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 something to watch. Um, you know, he's like I say, you, you put him in the. How about that catch he made the other day? Oh yeah, when it was still a no hitter. Yeah, uh, with for Miami, that over the shoulder uh, running running away from the ball. That was amazing. That was Un- a great catch. Unbelievable. And he's not a great left fielder. No, he's not. And that looked he looked amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and he he kind of. Uh, outed outfield coach George Lombard on that because he's like, <laughs> yeah, he told me to move in because I think it was because um, it was two strikes yeah. and he thought maybe he was just like shortening up the swing and maybe Flair went out there, but you know, he hit it over his head and he made a good play on that. That's when I first started thinking like, okay, maybe this is the night. <laughs> me too, because every no-hitter has one great defensive play. Yes. Always. Yes. And I thought that was going to be the one. Like, oh, this could be it. That was a great defensive play. But then he came up and hit right away. Yeah. Because <laughs> up to that point, it, it, we hadn't had it yeah. yet. You know, and I was just like, okay, there it is. The ingredients have fallen in. Yeah. And then, you know, all the old boys in the booth did some jinxing. <laughs> oh, man. But... An Atlanta team that started off uh, 0-9, then ripped off like four straight wins, yeah. they're better than that record says, you know? So I think winning two out of three from them... Uh, Although they did just get swept by the crazy. Mets. Atlanta did? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Mets, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's everybody's pre- preseason NL favorite, pretty much. I mean, well, I with mean, that the pitching. Best starting rotation in baseball. It's, it's got to be by far. Yeah. And it's like now, now they just got DeGrom back. I think it was DeGrom's first stop, Yeah, right? pitched five and... Five and two thirds, I think today. Is that yeah, what it was? Uh, only gave up one run. No, no, only struck out three. But you know, it's his first game since the first week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's not to be trifled with. But I think maybe we see some, especially with Colorado uh, looking good now, and Arizona's kind of rebound a little bit. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was a little <laughs> premature, premature <laughs> for some jerk face to uh, suggest that it was going to be a two horse race <laughs> in the NL West. And how about the Giants kind of sinking like a stone? They're yeah. under five hundred. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on with that team. I mean, I really don't. Well, can't... they just turn it on in August, right? Yeah, but now that wild card's if they don't win the division, that wild card's going to be hard to get because the Cardinals aren't going to keep playing the way they're playing. Right. You know, you got to think the Cods and the Pirates are going to be in the mix for wild cards. And Washington and the Mets are right. both going to be in the mix too. So you can't fall behind early. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's hope that's uh, <laughs> that's what's happening. I mean, I hope the Giants don't make it in because if they make it in, that's trouble. But <laughs> right, because it is an even year. Yeah. So yeah, the opening game to the uh, 
to the Atlanta series. They just <laughs> they didn't get off the plane. No, <laughs> you know, no, they did not. Hitting, pitching, nothing got off that plane. Yeah, and that that was Alex Wood got shelled in that one. Yeah, and this is kind of like, and he's pretty much the 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 guy you're thinking. It's either between between him and Casimir. We you say Casimir's a little dinged up. He might be the one that goes. But like when you get somebody stocks getting some of these depth guys back, like. You know, in May or something, is Brett yeah. Anderson coming back? Uh, and- no, Bullsinger. Bullsinger's okay. throwing bullpen sessions now. Okay. So uh, I know, I mean, he pitched solid for them last year. Yeah, he did. So um, I believe that, I'm sure Bullsinger will come up here pretty soon. Yeah. And fill in uh, fill in for a spot. And Ryu, they're still, still don't know about Ryu. Yeah. I believe Anderson is until June or July. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense because he had like a broken leg or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, Alex Wood just seems to be on this situation where he's like gets shelled, then he has a good start, then he gets shelled, and then he has a good start. Come calling today a good start. <laughs> you know, two starts ago was exceptional, but I mean, it just seems like he can't get that that consistency going. No, he can't. And what's funny is with the Braves, he sort of did when he was on the Braves. Mm. You know, and last year he showed flashes. Like I think I said before, I was at a game where he in eight innings he threw ninety pitches. And only gave up one run. Right. And he looked am- and he looked amazing. Yeah. So the potential's there, but like you said, he's just not consistently bringing it. Yeah. I don't know if it's his motion, if some his ball just doesn't move sometimes. Yeah. It's a uh, I don't know a mental but, thing. Yeah, him? maybe it is. <clears throat> I don't know, man. That's crazy. But he got shelled. <laughs> uh, then you know the the game after that was uh, that was Kershaw, right? Kershaw was the last game he pitched uh, Thursday, which oh. was a very, it was one of the weirder Kershaw games I've watched, where you know the final at the final eight innings, one run, one walk, ten strikeouts, that looks you know that's typical. Oh, that's Kershaw. Right. But he gave up ten hits, which is so un-Kershaw, because I've seen even when he gives up runs, it'll be like four runs on four hits, you know nothing nothing like that, and ten. Like he was kind of getting hit around. Yeah, he was. And they just weren't. They weren't scoring, but he was kind of getting hit. That that <laughs> is like really kind. Of, and uh, Oral said this a lot during the game. Um, how how he liked watching um, Kershaw like this as opposed to dominant Kershaw because <laughs> you know when you see these aces, this is why they're aces because when they don't have their best stuff out there, they find a way to make it with what they have. Well, you well, know? There was no real threat in that game either. So despite giving up ten hits in eight innings, there wasn't like a huge threat to score aside from the when the the one run they did score. There wasn't a real threat after that, right? Because he would yeah, he'd give up the hit, then he'd strike out the next two guys. You know, so it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he was he was getting out of some jams though. I mean, they were two for ten with runners in scoring position. Uh, the Braves. That's that's and left eight on base. So that's typical Kershaw. He, yeah. That's you. I mean, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. There's been, I think, in the last year, I felt like when a guy did get on second, they tended to score off him. <clears throat> actually, I, I believe uh, watching because I I try to go when he, especially when he pitches here. I try to go to every game he pitches. Right. So. um Oh, you you don't hop on flights. You, go, you, you weren't up in the thin air, of Colorado. It's oh, not far. I, I wish I could. You know? <laughs> if they, if that was my job, just to do that, that'd be great. Yeah, there you go. Sign them up. Sign them up. Oh man! But um, I was real impressed with uh, the kid that pitched uh, for the Braves and that Matt Whistler. Oh yeah, he uh, he looked great. And he just he just 
what, got called up or just got brought back? I, I'm not sure. I think he's been with them all year. He was the big uh, get in that uh, Kimbrel trade. That's right. Yeah, with the, the from uh, the Padres. The Padres yeah. yeah, like um, right before the season started last year or at the deadline last year. Yeah, at the, right before the season started. Uh, so he was like the number one rated prospect in San Diego. You can see why he, he looked real, real yeah. smooth. You know, maybe it's a case of a young kid, twenty three year old kid, just elevating his game because he knows Kirsch is <laughs> going, and he, if he's going to have any prayer getting a W, he's going to have to be uh, unhittable. Well, he was he was out pitching Kershaw in yeah. that game. He was he was. <laughs> He got out of some jams too yeah. in that one. Uh, two for eleven runners in scoring position. The Dodgers were leaving thirteen on base. So, that, and that's <laughs> this is like kind of the old. I, you know, I don't want to the situational you know, hitting problem. The situational hitting yeah. problem. You know, so it's like the four and uh, two road trip. You don't want to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong, but these like chinks in the armor that are still there you know you yeah. just hope go away because there's good professional hitters on this this team oh yeah you know oh, cool. and, and it's like it's boggling to me like why they can't hit when well, they if, need to if peterson because i think jock's hitting about 278 280 right now if if he's hitting 280 and he's your seven or eight hitter i mean that's a great lineup oh yeah you know it's it's just it is mind-boggling that it's sometimes though as a collective unit they cannot hit Right, like not one guy gets out there and and does it. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like usually one at least one guy will be out there raking, and so and somehow with the Dodgers it'll be like no no, no one is at L- one time. Like he'll go some dude will be raking, but he'll go three for four, and his one hit was when there was runners on second, and third. Yeah. The one time he got out, you know, <laughs> and he'll have three singles leading off the inning or something. You know, it's like ugh, you know, they just can't seem to get it when it really counts. But. Well, Seager Seager was in a little bit of a slump until uh, this week. He, he was. was only hitting two twenty two. Yeah, until he, that Rocky series. Yeah, and he just you know, and he and he hit homer, a triple. I mean, he looked a couple RBIs. He looked really good. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's it was one of those things. Although today to me was like one of the best Jock Jock Peterson games. He was one for one with a home run, mm-hmm. two runs scored, three walks, and no strikeouts. That's huge. That's that's a that's to me because he does walk a lot. You know, for a guy who does strike out a lot, he does walk a lot. Yeah, like reminds me of Adam Dunn. Remember Adam Dunn? Oh who, yeah. He either homered, walked, or struck out. Those are the three things he did. <laughs> yeah, I think there was uh, one season where he, he led the league in walks and strikeouts. Yes, and yeah. home runs. I think that was one year where he did. <laughs> so I think he bombed Jack forty eight one year. Yeah, five of Yeah, he had right? some yeah. big years. He could hit the ball a long way. I, you know, I went exit velocity really wasn't so so big in his day, but I'm sure he was that. <laughs> some moonshots out there but uh yeah i mean another thing with jock which they were talking about today during the game was i guess he's been working with turner ward about like shortening up his swing and on that home run ball you can definitely see it you know and he's just got so much power it's like you know why have a long swing and he's not a big guy it's amazing that he has that much that much power i mean he's 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 not big he's not pujos big (laughs) or cabrera big he's not like like that you know, that's true. That's and true. he's not, he doesn't have that, you know, Bryce Harper is not overly buff, but he's tall and he's, you know, he's got that nice swing and Jacques doesn't have that nice swing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, in with the guy that I'm really kind of, mo, I, I guess, most surprised by or most thankful for, you know, for this Dodgers team has been Utley. You know? Oh yeah, he's he's hitting three hundred. He's been great. He's been great. His on base percentage is through the roof, yeah. and it's like, wow. And he's, is he 38, 37 or thirty eight? I think he's thirty seven. But you know, that's 
you know, baseball years like dog years. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's like 65. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's just been unbelievable. And, and you know, Kendrick's just all about it too. You know, starting two games at third base, you know, this series. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like, he's just like, whatever, whatever it takes, Skip, you know, to get in there. So, and, and it, what's also so huge about getting off to a great start is that, you know, Seeger can go on that little, you know, two for whatever yeah. it was, 19 or whatever, uh, dip. And then, you know, but because you're winning, he kind of stays out of the radar. Yeah. He's not skewed <laughs> that much in the media. And it's just like, that kid's like unfazed. He's a 21-year-old that acts yeah. like he's 30 anyway. So and it's he looks like, like he's 12. So. Yeah, yeah. He's got it all going for him. He's got it all going for him. But, uh, yeah, oh, boy, he, that kid is a, is a great player. I mean, just that swing is yeah, just I know. That's, so pure. This way, with guys like that, you don't worry. It's one of those things where, ah, he's a little slump. Stuff, but you're confident he's going to come out of it. You didn't have like last. You didn't have the same confidence with Jacques Peterson, right? Where oh he'll come out of it because there's something about the way he swings the bat that you're like ooh this is this is a bigger problem, <laughs> right? You know when you look at Seager's swing and you look at Peterson's swing. I mean if you really watch their two swings, you know you really would hope that Peterson can learn a little bit from the way Seager swings the bat. Definitely. <laughs> I mean you can say that to anybody. I mean it's like. It's like when you get the uh, the perfect swing that they sell on late night TV, and like oh, yeah. it, it's just like he had that or something, right? When he was like six years old, because his is like just perfect, like having the such a nice easy swing, having the path stay through the zone yeah. for a long period of time, and it's just like and and tremendous plate discipline to yeah. go with that. It reminds me a little bit. I'm not comparing the two players, okay. but the swing reminds me a little bit of Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. in his prime. Okay, it doesn't have the power. That Griffey had. Griffey had a lot more power, but the smoothness and staying in the zone was because uh, Griffey might have had the sweetest swing I've ever seen. And but staying in the zone that way, they were both in swung through the way they swing through the zone is yeah. very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. The um, so Kendrick was starting at third because Turn is a Get little dinged up. Shocker, right? <laughs> beep 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 beep. News alert. Well, yeah, uh, Justin Turn is yeah. dinged up. I mean that guy. He'll find ways to get hurt. I mean, do you see what happened this time around? Yeah, he got um, his uh, was his hand jammed, right? Or I think his toe. Oh, his toe. That's right. He got stepped, stepped on. He got on stepped by on by the catcher. His hand jam was the la- his hand was the last one he got hit in the hand. This was the toe jam. That's right. Wow, toe jam. <laughs> Take care of it, buddy. But oh man, that guy's so fragile. I know. It's you know, it's a shame because he's. I like Turner a lot. I think he's a Me solid too. player. He is. It's just he. He's another one that can't. He can't play a full season. I mean, he wasn't bad with the Mets. When he was on the Mets, he hit 290. Right. It's just he couldn't stay on the field. That was that was the problem. Yeah, and he, I mean, we got him as kind of like a utility guy, yeah, and then yeah. he just started raking, so he just became the everyday third baseman. Well, that's right? all he was, because we had, at the time, we had Juan Uribe at third, mm-hmm. um, Hanley at shortstop, Hanley Ramirez was shortstop, so, yeah. you know, he wasn't really going to get too many reps. Right. You know, D. Gordon at second, so he really didn't have a spot. You know, he's brought in, yeah, just as an extra guy. Like Kike Hernandez, sort of. Right. Just an extra exactly. an extra good... guy to fill in, and all of a sudden he started hitting the, the hell out of the ball. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we've got to keep him in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, uh, yeah, because he had like 16 bombs last year and about 350 at-bats. It's yeah. pretty good, you know. This year, through 57 at-bats, he's got zero, but what, what are you going to do, you know? Um and he he's a guy you'd like to get going, too. But, you know, now that there are some guys hitting, it's like, those guys can come along a little yeah. slower. You know, you still got old, steady Adrian Gonzalez over yeah. there. I mean, the guy, you know, he, he's going to – I think 
I'm not going to say that the guy could hit 400, but if he decided like he was going to go for no power and just like rake and just like, I mean, I think he could hit 360. He might. You know? I mean, right now he's about 350, I think, right going on right about now. And he's leading the team in RBIs, which he always does. That's that's what he does. That's what he does. By the end of the season, he'll have 20 to 30 home runs. He'll have 100 RBIs. And a solid probably 290 average, you know, by the end of the year. He does it every year. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was really, in that trade, that was the big get. It wasn't about Crawford or, you know, or Beckett. Right. It was, we need a first baseman who can hit the ball, because Loney was not that guy. Right. You know, so and it helps the fact you know he's you know Latin. You yeah. know that, that helps in LA. You know too. So um, yeah, thanks for unburdening <laughs> us of a quarter billion dollars of payroll. Appreciate it. But um, yeah, he's hitting three fifty two. Yeah. I think coming into today's game, and uh, yeah, I mean uh, slugging five thirty five. Yeah. I mean the guy's just sick. He's got I, his OPS oh. up around nine fifty. So. Yeah, only about I think he only has three home runs, but he's in double digit RBIs. I know that. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think three, three, three bombs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, old steady, he's going to be there, you know, and you just kind of build around that three hole hitter, you know, and it seems like now Corey Seager's nestled into that two hole now for hopefully the next 15 years. Yeah. Well, they, know? they let, he puts Gonzo though in the four hole. He usually tries, he tries to let Turner oh, okay. play the three hole. And, uh, actually Puig's been in the three hole yeah. the last couple of nights. Which, I mean, it's been good. In, I mean. It's been good and bad. He's had a couple good at bats, a couple Puig at bats at the same time. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> it happens. This like, you always have to take the good with the bad. It's so true. It's just <laughs> he is more selective this year. You know, he is looking to drive the ball the other way. Yeah. But that means you know power's down to this point. But it will come. But just I, stay with I, that. Yeah, I'm never worried about the. I I care more about on base percentage versus power numbers. Right. Power numbers will come and go. Oh, it's, you're a money ball guy. I uh, hey, it's the way you win that way. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about? I mean, uh, you know, this is when you kind of, um, you know, uh, really define who you are as a team this early in the season. So it's got to be good that um, the Braves are kind of showing that, okay, maybe we dropped the first one, but having that resiliency to come back and still win the series. In- and two, two extra, extra inning, inning games. games, yeah. <laughs> so to, to show you can win win games at the end uh, at the end of it in dramatic fashion, that's that's hopefully the team you can become. And now, if you can just hit in the clutch more, and maybe yeah. not have to go to extra innings, a little more consistency that way. Yeah. Don't be don't be two for ten, two for twelve, and right. with runner, you know with runners on pace. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, I mean, and another guy that we just kind of maybe take for granted. Um, like we sometimes do, Kirsch, I think, uh, is um, Kenley. I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> he's just amazing. And like, if he isn't the best closer in baseball, he's top three. I oh, mean, he's got to be. He's just like well, insane. Knock on Woody has not given up a run, I believe. That's correct. This year. That's so. correct. And uh, and and his whip is really low. Yeah I, th- uh, yeah, I think he's given up like three hits and one walk and one walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he um, uh, did he appear in the game today? Yeah, he closed it out today. He did. Okay, because yeah. I saw I heard a stat on him. I think maybe it was during yesterday's telecast that he had faced twenty nine batters and retired twenty six of them. I yeah. think, which is <laughs> sick. Which is sick. But you know, 
I also, at the same time, you you hope other guys emerge in that pen that are trustworthy. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he's given, you know, one five-out save a week, you know, that's going to... By the end of the year, when you need him a lot, it's exactly. gonna, he's going to be worn down a little exactly. bit. Exactly. So somebody's going to rise up. You know, you thought it was Hatch maybe early in the week. Pedro Baez looked good early in the week. Joe, Bl- Joe you called Joe Blanton, Joe Blanton has not looked bad. <laughs> he has not looked bad. And that alone, <laughs> yeah. not looking bad, might put you in the circle of trust in the Dodgers. I believe he, he stopped the bleeding today. He stopped the bleeding the other day as well. Mm-hmm. So he is, and he's, I think he's already only 129 right now. He hasn't looked bad. So it's the Ray Searage <laughs> effect. But remember, for our relievers, we don't look at the ERA. No, that's true. We look at uh, retired runners, yeah. inherited runners. And whip, because to me, that's if that was why I said JP Howell's numbers last year were so deceiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, his ERA was really low, but he always came in with inherited runners, always gave up a run. Yeah, it didn't count against his statistics. Right. You know, it didn't count against his ERA. It was the other guy's ERA. But how can you have a one-something ERA and then a one-and-a-half whip? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, another guy that, uh, you know, I want to get your take on him, Adam Libertor. I mean, he came up and looked good at times, you know, uh, and he's a lefty. And yeah. you know how I like having more than one lefty, yeah. especially when that lefty's J.P. Howell. The yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think either him or... Avalon, I think, are going to stick around. Right now, it's him. Uh, Avalon yeah. Avalon didn't look good. No. Libertor's looked all right. Uh, he has. Uh, he came in in the game uh, last week that I went to on Saturday. He came in and, and got it. I mean, uh, he got they, he gave up one run. However, it, he came in with inherent runners and no outs and got a double play and, and, you know, another ground ball, but a run scored on the first ground ball. Right. But he came in and did what he needed to do. Yeah. You know, he he has not looked bad. Uh, I mean, I don't. I know they're not high. I know he's not like a high prospect or right. anything like that. But if he can give you solid outings like he has been right now, if he can get a lefty out now and again, yeah. be that <laughs> situational lefty out of the pen. I mean, because it's it's not Hal. Hal is not that situational lefty. No. So they need something. Yeah. They need a Javier Lopez type. Yeah. The. Um, yeah, and Avalon is going to be heard from. I mean, lefties, <laughs> pen lefties, they'll yeah. be down in AAA, but then they'll be up again, you know. Yeah. So he, he'll be heard from later in this year and be a factor in that bullpen, you would have to think. And, you know, he showed flashes when they brought him over from Atlanta last year, he, being serviceable. He know? did. Uh, when he first came to the Dodgers, he was he looked really good. I mean, he was might have been their best, aside from Jansen. Everything we talk about bullpen-wise is always aside from Jansen. Of course, of course. <laughs> He he was their best reliever for a while there, when he first got brought over, and then he started to struggle. I think he got hurt at the towards the end of the year, right? Um, you know, but he's shown flashes too, where he's pitched all right. So you just again, I come back to Honeycutt. Is he working with these guys? What is going on? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's got to get Ray Sears on spin dial, find out what he did with Joe Blanton, and, yes. uh, everybody else. But uh, yeah, I mean, so that's a good sign. Winning games in. Um, in uh, in Atlanta, in, in in the extra innings, how about like the Atlanta field? It's like it was like, booting it around a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, I mean that that, that there was so the first game was so sloppy. Mm-hmm. You know, uncharacteristically, they're not a very sloppy. They're defensively, they're not a sloppy team. They've been sound this year. Yeah. the Dodgers and last year they were very sound defensively. Yeah. Um, it was from what I read uh, after that game Monday, there had been. Already 22 errors committed in Atlanta between Atlanta and you know the opposing team. In how many games? I mean, you're looking at 13 games. Right. <laughs> like not even, not even at that point. You know, so the I guess there have been. I was reading there have been complaints about the field. 
Because yeah. Atlanta's moving to a new stadium. The Braves are moving to a new stadium. That is shocking it's, to me. Because that feels like, what, 20 years old? Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's But it's almost like now they don't care. Yeah. So they're just kind of letting it go. I mean, I've heard stories about um, like pitchers like the Dodger Stadium mound. Because the Dodger Stadium's kept up very well. Right. But I know I've heard the Rangers. No one likes pitching in Texas. The mm. Rangers mound is ter- supposed to be terrible. Hmm. And things like that, you know. So. <laughs> That's it. No respect in the ground screw if you get in a new stadium. You know, screw it. <laughs> I guess uh, oh, we don't care. Let's just, you know, we'll hire, we'll hire five guys. Just mow the lawn. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, it, it, you know, you talk about the Atlanta series, but today the resiliency they showed. I mean, they're, they're up early. Yeah. You know, 7-1. You think it's on cruise control. And it's, you know, then they give up, what, five in the eighth? To like yeah. <laughs> let them go ahead twelve seven there ish. Yeah, that was 12, that nine. was the Puig air spurred that one on. Yeah. I mean, it was a bad error. You could because he wanted to come up throwing and he just missed he missed the ball. He just flat out it went right past him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he had that nice catch today against the wall earlier in the game. Oh, exactly. And he <laughs> yeah. crashed into the wall. Yeah, which they, they which, cool. which saved a run. So <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but like we say, go yeah. with the bad, you know? But then, yeah, uh, in the ninth inning, you know, off the closer, what's his name? Uh, McGee, I believe his name is. Yeah, Jake McGee. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they, they got to him and they got to him hard. <laughs> yeah. that And that was in the ninth, right? Yeah, in, in, the, in the top of the ninth. Five runs in the top of the ninth. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. So to be able to show this resiliency and really battle back to guys, now now they stand at 12-7, and seven, the Dodgers. And now looking up this coming week, who we got on the docket, they have no off days this week, right? No off, we start yeah. a four-game set with Miami coming to town? Yeah, Miami Monday. Uh, then uh, San Diego comes in town on the weekend. Great. So that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the for yeah. San Diego. Now there's a good pitching matchup. Uh, is it Wednesday? Uh, Kenta going again, or well, maybe Thursday? Thursday. It's going to yeah. be uh, Maeda versus Fernandez. Jose Fernandez. Oh, so I'm looking good, forward yeah. to that one. You better go to that game. Give us some uh, eyewitness accounts. No, unfortunately, on my sister already cleaned those. Oh, <laughs> Molly, come on now. Take Josh. Yeah, Molly already cleaned. Molly, Molly cleaned those right away. <laughs> that a girl. That a girl. But uh, but no, yeah, that should be a great game. Uh, when does Kirsch go this week? So Kirsch goes Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So that would be nice. That's always fun to watch. I, I love Kershaw games because you're usually home by like 10 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Because <laughs> his games are always fast. <laughs> right? So if you're on a curfew, go to the Dodger. Go to the Kershaw well, I think games. I told you, yeah. there was no joke. One game where I, he threw like it was like a three-hit shutout. And he went he went eight innings. Yeah. I was out of the state. And I live I live in Silver Lake, so I'm really close to the stadium. Right. And I was home at my door by 930. My wife was like, "What did you leave early from wow. the game?" And I'm she like, started questioning your fan. Yeah, she was like, "Did you leave early? You never leave early." I'm like, "No, they, they, honestly, the game's over already." Oh <laughs> man, oh that's crazy. So uh, you got to think, Marlins, they're not so good out of the gate. We got to take three out of but four from them. The return of Mattingly, though. Oh, that is true. <laughs> and and Barry Bonds, the mm-hmm. hitting coach over there. That's for true. That's true. And hopefully keep Giancarlo in the uh, in the puck. It seems like he went deep today, and he's like yeah. looking to maybe heat up. He hit the most monster home run last year before he got hurt that I went to. I I thought we all thought it left the stadium. I mean, he just mashed the ball. <laughs> he's a big boy. Yeah. And I just thought with Barry getting his hands on him this year that <laughs> he might hit sixty. He's, and he's from here. He's from the valley. Giancarlo uh, is? Yeah. <laughs> I have to get him on a DL stint to come in the program. Maybe he's coming home for some of mom's cooking. I mean, I believe he went to uh, 
really trying to remember. I think it was El Camino Real High School, if I can remember right. Okay. okay. But yeah, I know he's from the Valley. Because <laughs> there was, I don't know how true the rumors were, but when Pui got hot, there was a rumor of a swap at one point. Straight up swap. Because wow. Pui, Cuban, Miami, right. and Car- you know Stanton being from here. And that was before they signed That was him. before he got that massive contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that like 12 years, 30, Three, 315 million? million or something? Some, yeah. Three, 325? Yeah, something like that. Ridiculous. That's why I'm oh, like, yeah, I think that's what it was. 13 years, 325. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like 25 a year or something. But, I mean, now the dudes are getting like 30 million, 31. I mean, yeah. in two more years, it's going to look like a friggin' well, bargain. We'll see what happens with Bryce Harper. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Eight, 2018, right? 2017, 2018, when he's a free agent. I think, well, after next year, I think yeah. he's a free agent. So, I mean, everybody thinks he's going to wind up in pinstripes, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I kind of do, too. But if they want to make that happen, they better, you know, start looking in the uh, Giancarlo range to try and get that oh, that, that kind of numbers, but for shorter years, probably. I got to imagine it's he's going to, it's got to be over 30. It's oh, got to yeah. be 35. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. 35. So, you know, eight years, you know, at about 270. Yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> That's insane. It's disgusting. <laughs> that is insane money. Oh, man. Oh, anything you else you want to talk about before we sign off here, Josh? What do you what do you think? This week, we could take three out of four from the Miami, two out of three from the Padres. We'll be looking good. I think keep, we're looking pretty good. I keep mean, creeping over that 500 mark. Uh, Stripling struggled a little bit That's in that true. last outing. Um, he didn't look he didn't look awful. I thought he pulled, pulled him kind of early. Uh, so did I actually, because yeah. he didn't look awful. Uh, he still had four strikeouts. He didn't look terrible, he yeah. did, but he didn't look good. And he but, was like high seventies pitch wise, yeah. I thought, you know. But because he pulled him after three and two thirds. Mm. Uh, I mean, he, he four hits and I four hits, two walks, four hits, three walks. I can't remember how many walks he had, but yeah, still struck out four guys. So hopefully he'll bounce back a little bit, you know, here at Dodger Stadium. It seemed to me like I, I remember when they pulled him, I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Doc, don't get deceived by this bullpen's <laughs> recent performance that they're doing good. Don't think you can get only four out of your starters now, or yeah. three and two thirds, or whatever it is. You're it's not like... the you're not the Royals. Don't don't, don't start doing it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty crazy, but uh, should be. Uh, so we have the Marlins for four, and it, all, all games at home this week, right? Yeah, all games so at home. So big yeah. home stand, and then they'll head out on the road again. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay for two games. Uh, oh, is there like the that two and yeah. two type scenario? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's odd that they're doing that. Like these last couple of years, they're doing that 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 home and home series, and it's like Tampa. It's like. That's not next door. No, well, they do it with the Angels, which is fine. Okay, you know, okay, they that do, makes that's sense. That's later in the year they do it with the Angels, okay. but yeah, doing with, it more than once. That's yeah, crazy. no, with Tampa Bay, you're kind of like, but that's it's in Florida. Like, I get it with the Angels. I get it with another team closer by. Yeah, you know, Seattle, or if you're going to play there somewhere, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they go on the road for those two games, and I do believe the next homestand, if I remember right, I think Baltimore is in town. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think we do get to see the Orioles, who are playing surprisingly well. So I I, yeah, I can go to any AL East game, you know. I just wear a Dodgers hat. You know, I can be a fan for the night. But uh, the uh, yeah, here yeah. So do yourself a favor, Dodgers fans, and go if you have not seen Puig's throw. Yes. Go and check it out. I mean, it's Bo Jackson esque. He throws it in the air like 280 feet from from the warning track and guns out a fast runner at third. And not to overlook. Justin Turner makes a great pick. He on does. That. He makes a great pick. Great pick and tag. <laughs> and because if he didn't, he knows he would have been laying basted in the dugout. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, because you got to make that no, play. No, he did. Well, 
Puig made the throw, but Turner made the play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when a dude throws a 280 in the air, you've yeah. got to make that play. Yeah. Test, you know? And he did, so that was good. Oh, man. Well, gang, thank you for tuning in for another uh, edition of AfterBuzz TV's Dodgers Rap 360. You want to tell everybody your uh, Twitter real quick? In case yeah. they want to hit you up in the... My Twitter's at uh, Gersh13, G-E-R-S-H-1-3. I'm not to be confused with the, uh, uh, I believe, college basketball recruiter, Josh Gershaw. Yeah, <laughs> not that guy. Just the crazy Dodgers fan, Joshua Gershaw. <laughs> yes. Well, for Joshua Gershaw and Mike Conley, this has been AfterBuzz TV's Dodgers Rap 360. Go Dodgers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.